Hi everybody, welcome or welcome back to Blue Talks Podcast, where a stressed 14-year-old teenager brings other stressed teenagers over to talk about serious subjects, sharing our opinions with you. Today we're going to be talking about teen depression statistics, and I have a few people over here with me. I have Jonathan. Hello. Chiara. Hi. Alejandro. Hello. And Melana, which you guys already know because I made an episode with her on mental health, which if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. <laughs> Hi. So, what do you guys think your reactions to the teen depression statistics are going to be? I don't really know. I think we have to figure it out as we go when you ask the questions. I don't know what to expect. Like, we'll just have to see what happens. By the way, I forgot to mention this is an unscripted episode, so they don't know the questions that I'm asking them. They only know that I'm going to be talking about teen depression statistics. So, the first question I'm asking is... Like, what is depression to all of you? Like, what do you know about it? Like, have you had any friends with depression? Are you aware of all the types of depression that there is? I'm not aware of all the types of depression, but I do know people with depression. Like, do you know people that right now have depression or that have had depression? Have had depression. Okay. Any other I don't know if I've been depressed. You don't know if you've been depressed? I mean, you're probably being close. What's the definition of depressed? So, since you asked, I have the definition of depression according to Blue and Green, which is something that I mentioned in an earlier episode with Malena, mental health, and it's an organization that I have with her and a friend of ours, Paolo. So, the definition is that depression is often defined as a deep sadness. It is a state of mind, being, which causes us to feel sad, stressed, angry, etc. It causes many moods, mood swings as well, in us. You can suffer from an intense clinical depression or a temporary depression. It often takes away our interest in activities, causes us to be sleepy or other symptoms. Can can even cause suicidal thoughts. Depression messes with our minds, making us feel unimportant or unworthy to the people or things in our lives. Now that you know the definition, do you think like any of you have been depressed or do you think it's more common than you actually thought it was? Um, does depression have to last long or can it be like temporary? Like, like really? It can last like a really, it, it usually isn't like a short period of time, like a day. You can't say like something happens and you're depressed in like a day and the next day you're fine. Like it probably has to be like a week, two weeks for it, it to be like kind of like a cycle, I would say so. But I'm not an expert, so. So it has to be repetitive in order to for you to count it. Well, yeah, because you feel like you have that state of mind for not a long period of time, but for a period of time. You Like, it's not something that happens for only a day. Maybe it could be, though, because you have, like, certain but, days. But that can't, that's not being depressed. It's just having a bad day. I know, day. exactly. It could be having a bad day. Well, I've definitely been depressed. But if you're depressed, you can also have your good days and your bad days. It doesn't mean, like, if you had a good day, it doesn't mean you're no longer depressed. I know, yeah. That's, that's something that I wanted to mention because, like when in depression you can have days that you think you're not depressed anymore but then you get back into the same cycle like in a way like you may think that you're getting better but you're really not so since you guys already think that depression at a young age is possible so what do you think of it like what are your thoughts do you think it actually may be more common like in our generation because i feel like we're put into so many stressful situations that maybe more people can be depressed at this time, I guess, in a way. It's, I, I used to think that it was, like, it couldn't be on little kids because, like, one usually thinks, like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about or anything, yeah. and 
that only old people can have it. But then I was randomly watching TV and this documentary popped up. And it was like this kid that was diagnosed with bipolar depression at, at like a very young age. He was like five years old or something. And they showed videos of him where he was like completely fine and happy. And then his episodes when he was depressed and you could see like the change on his face and his voice and like it, it, it opened the door because I, I, I didn't know much about it and it, it showed me that it can happen to everyone. Yeah and some kids like you can have post-traumatic um, depression you know you know like some kids really have a tough childhood and they're abused since they're little or they have a traumatic experience at a young age and that just haunts them for the rest of their life and no one really notices that they get depression because they feel like oh it's just that they're growing up they're becoming more distanced they're becoming this and that and it kind of hides the fact that you may or may not have depression and people just assume that they are not depressed that they're just growing up and maybe you really are depressed so it is definitely possible just a lot of people like to think that yeah some of them like try to hide it from their parents yeah, and then it just get worse by yeah. time and like then they start having like suicidal thoughts and they don't talk to anyone about it because they're gonna think like oh my parents are gonna think i'm crazy my parents are gonna think i'm just i'm just becoming a crazy person and they're gonna not want to be my friends anymore and i feel like that just adds to the stress and makes the kids like more depressed um i feel like some, it depends on telling your parents because there's some parents that don't know how to deal with when their child tells them that and they just make it worse sometimes. But parents can help a lot and when, when you're feeling down or depressed because they've also been our age and they've been through this over and over. Like what do you think would be some ways for them to like help you? If, I mean if it's cool they could like that's a good question. I really I don't know. know. I think but the fact is that parents listen to this and like I want them to know like how they can help. I think because I feel like I'm sorry. Oh. I'm <laughs> I feel like maybe they think that it's not valid because some adults really think that depression at a young age is like stupid and that like why are you depressed? You have such a good life now. You don't have any responsibilities. But like, do you not understand that the pressure that you you're feeling right now, like for an adult, the, the pressure that you're feeling right now, that your kids are feeling it because they haven't experienced anything else. They're, like, if you have really intense pressure over you, then that's exactly how your kid feels, and they're gonna keep feeling it over the years but just with different situations so like it is valid i feel that kids like telling their parents when they're depressed it depends on the confidence they have and if they're like really introverted like if they just don't feel confident talking to other people about their emotions i don't think they tell their parents about that like to not worry them yeah, and maybe some parents have like a wrong reaction. Like maybe they get angry at you, which mm -hmm. I honestly don't understand. Like why? yeah, I've heard that people say like, oh, I told my dad, and they and he just screamed and got mad. Like, but why? Like why are you mad? That What's the reason? Oh my god, do you think that maybe they're like mad that their kid is not perfect in a way? It's just that some 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 parents think it's their fault that it's bad parenting and well, maybe it is like well, let's yeah. be real yeah, it's, 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 some parents <laughs> do cause it like 
maybe you lost your relationship with your kid because you're busy or maybe you I don't know like maybe you just don't have the same thing or maybe your kids are now busy and you don't talk to them as much or anything similar to that maybe you're too aggressive and that causes your kids to have to push and like that can totally happen and I feel like they just don't notice yeah I feel like if your kid is telling you like has the confidence to tell you how they feel, you should be thankful for that because like not every kid feels comfortable enough to tell their parents how they feel. Also, some parents don't believe that their kid can be stressed or depressed or anxious like you said before. And like, I know someone that she told her dad she was depressed and then he said, you can't be depressed, you, you, you're only like 13. And then, well, she didn't know how to react because parents aren't supposed to react that way. I feel like, honestly, like, I just want to say something, like, how parents should react, like, what you should do, but I just really don't know what they should do. Like, the first thing you should do is, like, accept it, like, be like, oh, then let's work with that. Like, instead of denying it, you should be open to that possibility. Maybe you can say, like, there's possibility that you aren't depressed and you're just feeling weird these days. But there is a huge possibility that you are depressed, yeah. and that's probably, like, because... I feel like when you start feeling weird, you search it up in a way. Like you, mm -hmm. you start looking for the symptoms. You, you start questioning yourself. You tell someone, and then you finally diagnose yourself with the, some type of depression because there are tons of types of depression. So I feel like that can totally be possible. And the first step is like agreeing, not agreeing to it, but like accepting the possibility of it. I feel like one thing that your parents can do, like, for example, I'm pretty sure if it ever happened to me again and I went to, like, my dad, he would understand because he's been through it and he could just say, like, oh, everything's gonna be fine, like, there's a lot of reasons why, like, I understand why right now you're thinking of all the negative things, but yeah. there's also a lot of positive things and good things for you to be happy and for you to live. Like, what do you guys think causes depression, like, on itself? Schoolwork, like, stress in your home, maybe childhood trauma. Yeah, like, so, some examples I have is, like, the death of a familiar. Like, I don't know, maybe your grandpa died or something. Or your pet. It could be as simple as I that. was depressed by that. It could be, like, the death of someone. That's yeah, it. Indirectly. I don't know, when like a, a, let's say like a famous person that you admire died or something. Yeah, that's why I mean just like the death of the person. It can also be a breakout, a break up, I'm sorry. Because I know a lot of people that have become depressed after a breakup. I know that sounds like kind of weird, but I mean it is possible and like trauma, divorce, your parents can cause it, schoolwork as she said. Um, family life, bullying, and stress and anxiety can also cause depression, as depression can cause other things. You can also get depression for no reason. Like, you can be diagnosed with depression and that's just how your mind works and it's like, it's a really bad thing that it happens to some people. Yeah, and I feel like also people can feel like, not insecure about it, but kind of hates themselves in a way for being depressed and that just makes it worse. So, short break, um, Kiara and Jonathan had to leave, but now it's just Alejandro Manena and me. So we can keep on talking, just like, to let you know in case you stop listening to them. 
So how common do you think depression on teens is? I would say that about 80 to 90% of teens have it. And you? I think depression in teens is a lot more common than we think. Like, I'm gonna talk about all types of depression later, but like, what do you think the most common is out of what you know? Uh, Stress-induced the depression. Because yeah. everybody, all teens have like a very big... Weight on Like a very big weight. Because pressure. Of pressure, pressure because of school and like your home life and you have to like balance everything. And some people have extracurriculars that don't make yeah. managing their time very easy. I wanted to make an episode about handling like extracurricular activities and school at the same time because I feel like you don't only have to manage like school, family and everything at the same time, but you have to manage trying at least to be emotionally stable, like mentally stable. And for some people that's really hard because they just go downhill with so many thoughts and it's really hard to just like maintain a stable place where you feel okay. And they have to manage that too, so. Is that, there's a lot of times where like you you do extracurricular activities because it's what make you makes you happy but then it also adds more responsibilities but you still want to do it cuz it's, it's your fun. yeah and it's your way of like spacing Ex out and escaping. yeah that's what i wanted to mention because a lot of people have their extracurricular activities because it's kind of like a break from everything because when they're doing it it's just like they forget about everything else and they're so focused mm -hmm. on just that particular moment even though like the consequences may be worse, it, it just calms them down for a period of time and that's really nice and that's why they keep doing it. So now I'm gonna actually start saying Teen Depression Statistics. So I'm gonna say the article before I start because this is in my information obviously and also another thing I want to say is that this is mainly based off America and that the world is way much bigger and has many more things that aren't America. <laughs> I'll follow <laughs> <laughs> that are in America and so you know this is just like a part of the whole planet so I just don't want you guys to think that it's this small like if you think that after listening to this to these statistics you still aren't impressed then I want you to know that it's way much more than that because there's other places that are in America so, the first one is from an article called The Rise of Teen Depression by John Hopkins Health Review. And the thing that I'm saying from that article is that the odds of adolescents suffering from clinical depression grew by 35% between 2015 and 2014. So that's like a year and it grew 37% and that's only like 2015 and we're in 2019. So it probably grew much more than that. And this is actually one of the things that I like the most, which is until the 1980s, psychiatrists didn't think teenage brains were developed enough for such an adult affliction. So it was until the 80s that people thought that, you know, like teens weren't even capable of that. Like, do you imagine all the people that suffered through yeah. those times? And we have people that were born before that, like, we still have people here on the planet that were born before that, obviously. <laughs> and, like, I just, that's why I think that generations are, like, different generations are so interested to converse with. Because it's like, old people maybe still think that a teenage brain isn't capable of such an adult affliction. It is capable of having such an adult affliction. Mm -hmm. 
So this other article by it's called Teen Depression and it's by Medicine Net. So I'm gonna say four stuff from this one and I want you guys to like react to it. I want you guys to let me know what you think about it. So the first thing is depression affects about 20% of adolescents by the time they become adults. Teen suicide is the third leading cause of death in youth 10 to 24 years of age in the United States. Obviously, I said that this was going to be America. From 10 years From old? 10 to 24 years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, depression, of course, at a rate of about 2% during childhood and 4 to 7% during adolescence. So it kind of grows up. Like, obviously, I think that it can be like, yeah, more in a person, but it's like, very general. So it keeps going like. Mm. In a person, it can keep going up. So it gets worse the older you go. Well, obviously, you get more yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, you get more responsibilities yeah. and you start thinking more things. Like, you realize more things. And you know more things. I, actually, this is something I wanted to mention that I feel like now teens can get more depressed because they have more access to information. Yeah, yeah. you can analyze because, stuff. Yeah, you can analyze stuff. You can look for stuff. You realize things quicker. Yeah, and they're more free to say the, the things they're saying. Like, before you couldn't complain about anything when you were a kid. And now it's like, it, yeah. things are changing. Yeah, and... you, you have access to the internet where you can express yourself in a way. Um, and the last thing is that more than 8% of adolescents suffer from depression that lasts a year or more. So, like, m more than 8%, that means that a, a ton of adult of teens are going through a long period of time of depression, like, not only, like, two months, not only three months, like, a year or more time. And that's a lot. Like, that's almost 10%. Mm -hmm. I also feel like... I don't know if this has to do with anything, but I feel like the people that s say all the time that they're depressed and they just say it 24-7 and we obviously know it's not true because it's... Yeah, because people have normalized the term depression when it's really yeah. more serious than you think. And, and I include myself in that, like I have said like... Yeah, we say, it, we say it all the time because yeah. yeah, it's but a people, people know we're like, we're joking, but there's like people that are actually like, oh my god, I'm so depressed, like... But there's people that say it and actually mean it. Yeah, but the people that there's, a, there's other people that are offended when someone says it and they're actually the depressed. people that are saying it jokingly. I feel like they 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 make it make they make it even worse because they they yeah, make yeah, the yeah. other people think like oh it's nothing serious. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've normalized it, and that only makes people that think that it's like a joke that it shouldn't make you feel this way. It shouldn't make you feel so bad because it's just a joke when it's really serious and. I feel like we normalize the, the term the wrong way. We need to normalize it in a way that it's okay to be depressed. It's not a joke. It's mm -hmm. it's okay to be depressed because it is. It happens to a lot of people. Yeah, it's a normal thing to have. Yeah. Um, so the next article is called New Study Shows Teenage Depression Rates Rising by Newport Academy. So according to the new report, diagnosis of major depressive disorder have risen 33% since 2013 and that's for adults not teens this is just like for you to know like from adults to teens okay it has gone up 47% since 2013 for millennials 18 to 24 for teens 12 to 17 it had risen it has risen 63% since 2013 47% are boys and 65% are girls Wait, wait, for which one was the last one? Like the one that was like 37%? Was that like for everyone? No, 
33% is for adults. The um, article you read earlier. Let me look. Cause it, if, but that was 2014 to 2015. That was like yeah, but the, the yeah, ages, in ages. In general, so those, I think the same general. people that 37%, like 37% went up, then it um, went. The odds of adult, but that's the odds of adolescents suffering from clinical depression. That's not like depression itself, it's the odds. Yeah, but when you think about it, that was like 2015 to, no, 2014 to 15. Yeah. And that was like teens, it, it, it went up 37%, and now this would. But this one is like. Since 2013 to now, I think. <laughs> Since 2013, yes. So it's wow. Well. Okay, and <laughs> so let most, me let me tell you like. So it's wait, it has it has risen more than half. Yeah. Yeah, that's for teens. It's the highest because since 2013, 33 percent for adults, for millennials, 47 percent, and for teens, 63 percent, and the. The amount of boys is smaller than the amount of girls. So basically, teen depression has doubled over time, and even more. Yeah, even more. And we're on 2019 right now. That's crazy. And like, honestly, do you now, like in this generation, in our generation, where I'm 14, you're 14 too. You're 14. I'm 13. Oh, you're 13. Uh -huh. That's fine. Um. <laughs> so, do you think like? Our generation is more prone to get depression. Yes, cause like the 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 state like yeah, but political and economical uh, the situation is getting worse every time, and people are having to to move away. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and because, adapt to that. Yeah, we live in Puerto Rico, so like basically, <laughs> I, I say that with pride because. I know there's people listening to me in America, and I know that there may be racist people among them. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just embracing it. I'm from Puerto Rico, you know. Like, if you don't like it, uh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. too bad. But the point is that our political situation is only getting worse by time. Yeah. And we recently just kicked out our governor. Yeah, now everyone thinks that we're like that, and it kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, we're good people. Okay, come to Puerto Rico. It's amazing here. It's, it's good for vacation. It's yes. good for vacation. Um, <laughs> I love that we just <laughs> yeah, just, just, just like just like we just free roasted our island and then we're like come here. Free free promo, just come here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, back to the question. <laughs> so, do you guys want more? We were talking about like, um, do you think it's more prone to our generation? Yes. Because of what I just said, and we got more information online. Yeah, we have more access. To and we realized stuff that we hadn't. We if we didn't have access to things online, we wouldn't have realized some stuff that we have realized. Yeah. And it's it's getting worse. Yeah, it, it is getting worse. Mm -hmm. And I think that just the planet in general, like, uh, let's talk like a little moment for climate change, a little oh, yeah. moment for what's happening in the sea, a little moment for plastic. Because I feel like it's just that I feel like we're constantly worried about the fact that we're probably not gonna be able to have kids. Yeah, because I, I, they're I, gonna die from air pollution. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. Uh, we're it, gonna die. From it gets air to pollution. the point where we're thinking like, should we have a child? Because it's gonna. It, it's gonna get yeah. worse. They're not gonna be able to swim in the sea. It's there, they're it's not there, gonna it, be able to go to the beach. They're not gonna be able to breathe. Is their childhood gonna be any good? Are we even gonna be able to be alive to have a kid? Are we gonna live long enough to have kids? Yeah. Yeah, and I just feel like we just have that to worry about, and just like everything else, and it's just like you're gonna die. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it gets on my nerves sometimes. It's something that like 
usually people can think about like all the time like something that stresses me out that probably causes depression is that people deny Some people make it depressed yeah but p- people deny the facts about a lot of stuff yeah they're like oh climate change is fake like are you kidding me have you not noticed <laughs> like you read for example the here i went to like a beach that i <laughs> was the airport right and we i used to go there as, as a little kid and there was like there was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cor- like a coral tiny coral reef let's say like that yeah and it was like full of life and you see a lot of fish and then people started to like w- step on that and started like oh, yeah. like taking pieces of it and it, right now it's completely dead and uh, yeah. the the beach is like yeah just because you find it cute just because you yeah want and, it. and now the, the beach is like like a foot or two two feet deep so it's it, it, it yeah the shores are shortening <laughs> um and i don't know things keep getting worse with the climate like i want to make an episode just about like situation of the planet yeah because there's a lot of things yeah there's a lot of things that. to talk about because this causes stress on us so yeah oh well, the, the same thing when hurricane maria came where for that that you can see every every little star because there was no electricity, but then people started using power plants so much that oh, the yeah. like the air got the air so got, polluted and yeah, and, and the we moon were sick, yeah and, and, was getting sick. and it got it got to the point that the moon was like you could see it it was like kind of yellow because of all the the pollution there yeah. was. Yeah, it, it, it was really. So if you don't if you don't know, like power plants work on with gas. Yeah, gasoline. some of gasoline or gasoline. Gas or gasoline? Gas or gasoline, yeah. That people or diesel. After Hurricane Maria, there was no like there was no power, no electricity. So some people bought power plants and they a lot of they them. used them. A yeah. lot of people. Yeah, almost everyone had one because we were. There's people that still don't have electricity to this day. It's been like two years something. Yeah, like it that. today it is two years. No, it was like. Today is this like week, two days this ago. Week, yeah. Two days ago, it it's was been two years. Two years and there's people that they're like they've been told you're not ever gonna have electricity again. Yeah, there. Yeah. When, like, there was this time in Maria, the governor said like five percent of Puerto Rico is not gonna be restored. Like five percent of the houses in Puerto Rico are never gonna have any. And it's not like again. and it's not like they're in remote places. Like we're in Puerto Rico. Like the yeah. Like what. The most thing you're gonna, the remote, quote unquote, thing you're gonna have is like being on, in, like, the the middle of it, which is just a bunch of forest and uh, that. Yeah. But it, yeah, the mountain range. The t- it's a tiny it, mountain it's like range. That. It's like in the middle of the island. Yeah. I yeah, and and it's it's very easy to get there. It's mm-hmm. not it's not like it's impossible to get there. It's not like they're in the middle of like a, a, a desert or something. It's and it's it's really stressing to just think that there's people that will never have that again. Yeah. So carrying on. Oh my God! I want I wanted to say something. Um, oh I just I remembered that there's a lot of people that got depressed during that time. Yeah, yeah. especially old people. There was a bunch of old people that yeah. killed themselves yeah. because of that, and it was. Yeah. It, that's uh, that was also like very shocking to me. Like, it, because I'm about to wait. People can go to depression. To no, yeah, I'm. A, I'm a, Everybody I'm, can be can depressed. I be I'm up. Okay, this is gonna be very graphical, but it was like graphic. it's not graphic. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know how to English. Um, <laughs> You're in advanced English. Shut up. So it was. It, it's gonna be very graphic because they. You think? Oh, they. I don't know. They. They smoked. They. They, they inhaled the power plant fumes, but yeah. people burned themselves alive. Yeah. 
and it's just so strange to think because you think it oh, that only happens in I don't know movies, in, movies in movies or places that are like in war or something yeah. and then, no and it doesn't take that much it's a lot more common than you think yeah it's a lot more common than you think to have suicidal thoughts it's a lot more mm -hmm. common than you think to have depression it's a lot more common than you think to have a mental illness and if you think you have you shouldn't keep it to yourself you, you should, should tell someone you if you're that type of person that doesn't trust any of your friends because you have trust issues, which is totally understandable, you can go to Blue and Green wow. yeah, and, and we'll DM us. Free promo. Yeah, that, useless self-promo. That's what we want to do. We want to yeah, help because people. We, like, I can imagine that we've been in situations where we really don't trust our surroundings. We don't trust them enough or we just feel like... We'd be unappreciated when we yeah. tell someone something. And sometimes it's easier to talk to a total stranger that you don't know in real life than to talk to someone who knows you in your life and everything. Yeah. So carrying on with <laughs> depression statistics. So now I'm going to give you guys overall information. Like this was updated on July 26th of 2019. So this is way more recent than the other stuff. Um, I made like I made this information on July, so it was really recent. It probably there's new statistics right now, but you know. So the first article, well, actually, this is like the only article for this part. I think it's called "Depression Statistics Everyone Should Know," and it's by Very Well Mind. As I said, this is updated on July 26. So anxiety disorders are the most common in the U.S. So like depression isn't the most common but anxiety disorders are, and this is something I think we talked about on the episode, mental health. Mm -hmm. So seasonal depression, which at the end we're gonna say every single definition of possible, All the types of depression. Yeah, all the types of depression. But 5% of the United States suffers from seasonal depression. Um, and four out of five with seasonal, seasonal depression are women. And postpartum depression, which is depression after giving birth um, one out of seven experiences so half of all women have never experienced my mom went through postpartum depression when she after she gave birth to my brother yeah it's very common even though half of women have never experienced it so people with depression in general so median age of depression is 32.5 years old so 32 and a half um, adults with major depressive episodes are the highest among individuals between 18 to 25. 8.7% of women have depression and 5.3% of men have depression. So su suicide and self-harm statistics. It's the 10th leading cause of death in the US. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among people ages 10 to 34, like 10 years old. 40% um, of people who complete suicide have made at least one previous event, like one attempt. Mm -hmm. People with sub substance abuse disorders are six times more likely to complete suicide than people who don't have drug or alcohol problems. Eight out of ten people considering suicide give signs. So there's, you can look online, the signs of, you know, suicide or self-harm and you can kind of like pay attention to the people around you. But generally it. generally is they don't they're not acting like themselves. Like if they used to talk a lot and now they don't, you should watch out for that. Yeah. Females attempt suicide more than twice as often as males. 
Males are four times as likely to die by suicide. Firearms account for 51 of all suicide deaths. Okay, depression treatment statistics. One out of five people receive consistent treatment with practice guidelines, as means like, like they are taking their treatment and they are listening to the guidelines. So 6% of people with depression are treated with medication only and 35% of adults with depression receive no treatment at all. Children or adolescent statistics, aka teens. Girls are more likely to get depressed than boys if there is a sharp increase in girls just after puberty. There has been a rise and there has not been a corresponding rise in treatment for teenagers, which is, it's insane. Like, mm -hmm. we're more depressed and people are not listening to us. People are not accepting us. People are denying it. And that's, that's why we need to normalize it. Yeah, that's why we need adults to understand that we can. This is why I made depressed. the podcast. <laughs> So, 3.1 million young people between the age of 12 to 17 have experienced at least one major depressive episode in the past year in the U.S. 2 to 3% of children ages 6 to 12 have serious depression. 20% of adolescent girls have experienced a major depressive episode. And 6.8% of adolescent boys have experienced a major depressive episode. Did you see the difference in that 20 and 6%? Yeah. 71% of adolescents who experienced a major depressive episode in the past year experienced a severe impairment. 60% of children and adolescents with depression are not getting any type of treatment. 9% of children with depression saw a healthcare professional for treatment. And 2% of children with depression were treated with medication alone. So this is the last statistic, which is the economic impact of depression. This is obviously in the United States, we've mentioned this. So the burden of depression is estimated to be 110.5 billion per year. 48 to 50% of economic costs are attributed to absences from work as well as decreased productivity caused by depression. 45 to 47% of the costs are due to medical expenses such as outpatient and inpatient treatment or the costs of medication. So for the end of this episode, I want you guys to reflect in your own homes. Like, do you think there's a big difference from adults with depression and teens with depression? Mm -hmm. Like, what are your final thoughts? Like, in general, like, this is a real thing. Teens are depressed and people are not listening to us. People aren't having reactions. People aren't caring. And this is a very real thing. I don't mean to make this like, one of those things where I'm like, listen to us, like, please help us. No, like, this is real. Yeah. And we need people to know People that. are not normalizing mental health, they're denying it. And it's really important for us to listen to it. Hi, everybody. It's me, Melina, now. I recorded this episode a few days ago, and we all had to leave. And Alejandro actually left a little bit earlier before I finished the episode so he wasn't there till the end. But um, I'm here to tell you guys um, all the types of depression that I'm aware of and have information of, because I did say that I was gonna give you that. So all of this information, it's not my information. I put quote unquote on every single one of the sentences I'm gonna say about like these types of depression. Like I don't actually know where they are from because I 
picked up this information from images and it didn't really take me to any type of website so I'm sorry but yeah okay so types of depression so we have major depression which is feeling it most of the time for two weeks when you feel depressed most of the time we have situational depression which is feelings triggered by something that has happened such as a breakup death of a family member job loss divorce etc then we have persistent depressive disorder which is suffering from major depression for more than two years we have bipolar disorder which is experience, experiencing a range of extreme highs and extreme lows like how many of you didn't know that this was a type of depression like the bipolar disorder is a type of depression then we have a seasonal affective disorder also known as sad which is a period of major depression you experience during a specific season often winter and it occurs due to lack of natural sunlight during winter months then we have atypical depression which is experiencing periods of depression with moments of positivity and happiness that temporarily improve your mood we have melancholia which is a feeling a complete loss of pleasure in basically everything then we have psychotic depression which is suffering from symptoms of major depression along with physical symptoms such as delusions paranoia hallucinations etc then we have premenstrual dysphoric disorder which is depression that occurs at the start of a menstrual cycle then we have postpartum depression which is experiencing a major depression and dissociation after giving birth and then we have dysmia which is characterized by a persistent low mood that lasts for a long period of time many describe it as living on autopilot so now that i've said all of these types of depression if you feel like you identify with any of these you can definitely look more of it up and tell someone i also recommend talking to us on blue and green as i've mentioned before um if you have like any doubts or you want more information then we can totally help you as much as we can um and you also don't need to have like one of these i feel like you can have many characteristics from a bunch of these and it'll still be characterized as depression so you don't feel like you have to fit in in one of these particular but i just wanted to tell you because there's a lot of types of depression and most of you may feel like you didn't know any of that go follow the podcast on instagram at blue talks podcasts if you have any suggestions you can totally leave those there too and yeah thank you so much for listening if you like this episode or if you have any questions or you'd like more information you can also dm me on instagram thank you so much for listening bye